0: This morning, and, uh, this morning, I want to talk about God the Father. God the Father, and He plays so many different roles as God the Father. And this morning, what I want to do is talk about God the Father as a comforter. You know, as we as dads and we as fathers, if that's the case for you this morning, something profound happens when we step into that role. As a dad, as a father in the home, as a servant leader, according to the things of God, God begins to do great things. God begins to to help that family to grow and help bring direction and and love and, and, and security in that home. And you know, we're living in a time where the world needs genuine dads and husbands that are in love with God. We are living in in, in some precarious times, in times that uh, are difficult times. And we need to see dads who love God, who love the Word of God, dads uh, who are men of faith, dads who will stand up with godly character in the challenges that we face every single day and our families have to face, dads who will lead uh, those families uh, and bring security and confidence that it's going to be okay, and as we look at God the Father, and uh, we follow his example, that God will give us the strength, and God will give us the wisdom to be able to make the right choices, to be able to, to guide our families in the way that they need to be, so that they can step into the plan of God. And I know we use God as our example, God the Father, Jesus Christ. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. And I, I guess there's, if you could say, pretty big shoes to fill. And we'll never fill those shoes. We'll never be as perfect as God is perfect. We'll never be as perfect as Jesus is perfect. But yet, we have a perfect example that we can strive towards, that we can look to for those times that we need help, that we need instruction, that we need some kind of guidance. And whom better to look towards than, number one, God the Father, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Word of God, because they are infallible. Isn't that right? And so for you and I to be able to stand in the presence of God and be able to, to, to learn from God's word and apply that to our lives, we so desperately need that in a world that we hear about so much that's in turmoil and disarray and uh, is, 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 is falling so much by the wayside we need to look for comfort. Our family, our children, our, our wives as fathers, as husbands, as, as need to, to be able to look uh, for that security, and they should find it in us. Paul the Apostle gives us a description of God the Father. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 and verse 3, he says, Praise be to the God, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow into our lives, so also through Christ, uh, our comfort overflows. So here today, troubled times require a true peace, require real and lasting comfort. Nowhere else than now in today's uh, situations and circumstance do we need dads, do we need fathers, do we need husbands uh, that know how to love and comfort their children, comfort their wives during these difficult times uh, of division and strife. And we can turn to God's love. We can turn to the comfort that all, the Bible says, God of all comfort, Not in only certain circumstances, but any circumstance, we can turn to God for consolation and for strength. Now, there may be some here this morning that maybe never received the love and consolation and uh, strength uh, from your biological father. And maybe you're still struggling through the the, 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 the fact of uh, the wounds and possibly the feeling of not being loved or not feeling necessary because maybe your dad wasn't around or maybe he didn't know how to show that kind of love to you. And you still kind of wrestle with that on this Father's Day. But I'm here to tell you, maybe you've lost your father i'm here to tell you this morning uh, that we do have a father who is in heaven uh, who loves us beyond all comprehension and who cares about us and can comfort us in that place where we're lacking in that place where we feel like we may be all alone we can turn to god the father for that strength uh, because he loves us without limitation he always has been and will always be the God of all comfort. And you know, that needs to encourage us this morning. Needs to encourage us this morning because you may be here today and there may be some turmoil or trouble that you're facing in your life. You don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. and Maybe there's some issues going on uh, that you're wrestling with before you leave this place. I want to tell you, that can change uh, as you ask Jesus Christ uh, and you turn to Him. God, help me, because I'm in trouble. God will meet your need. And so, first this morning, I want to talk to you about God the Father as the source Of all the comfort that we need in our lives we could ever want, comfort, what does that mean? It means uh, well-being. It means uh, contentment. And you know, we're living in times where people are looking for a sense of well-being in their life. I want to be content in my life. And they search uh, in these different avenues for well-being and contentment, looking uh, to make themselves feel appreciated, making themselves feel comfortable. And the problem is in the places that they look and the things that they turn to don't last. They're not genuine. They're not real. They're temporary. And the problem is that they keep turning over and over and over again when they feel empty and they start to search for comfort again. They start to look for peace again. They go right back to the same old thing. And you know what the definition of insanity is, right? Doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And this morning, what that requires then, if that's you, is a change in what you're looking for. And it is a change in what you're uh, utilizing in your life to try and fill the emptiness, to try and bring that comfort. You can stop turning to those things that, that are temporary, those things that seem to be popular. Let's say if you buy this, uh, then you can have a sense of well-being. If you dress like this, Then you can have a sense of well-being. If you uh, do these things or whatever the case might be, then you can feel better about yourself. You can feel comfortable. But I want to tell you, those things pass away. Those things do not fill and cannot help you in your time of trouble. Something needs to change, and that is the source that you turn to when you feel like you can't take another step or you feel the pressure and the trouble that's overwhelming you he's called the god of all comfort uh, paul the apostle calls him the father of compassion and uh, mercy the father what does that mean that means uh, the source or the starting place. That's what the Father means. He is the the beginning and the end. Uh, And when it comes to comfort, He is the beginning, the source of all the comfort you might ever need in your life. And it never ends. It's always there. It never depletes. It never runs out. And God's comfort is not particular to the situation that you're dealing with, whether it be a financial issue a physical issue, maybe it's a spiritual thing uh, that you're dealing with, the comfort of God, all comfort in your life uh, can be experienced if you turn to him, he is the starting place that you need to look for comfort in, not the last place not the second place, not when this fails or that fails or that doesn't work out. Why don't you start with God this morning? Why don't you start and allow Jesus to start to fill your life? Because he is a good God. We know that, don't we? God is a good God. He is a God of mercy, a God of compassion, and a God of grace that goes beyond our understanding. When we look at circumstances or situations and we ask ourselves, God, but this uh, and God, but that. And we're looking to what the world calls comfort and what the world says uh, how you need to feel is those times when we need to turn to the word of God and re-energize our faith and re-energize the perspective that, that how we're looking at a given circumstance and does it align with God's word? And if it doesn't, then we need to bring it into alignment. James chapter 1. And in verse 17, James writes, Every good and perfect gift is from above. Perfect gift from above. Why? Because God is perfect. God is a perfect God. God. Coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, he says, who does not change like shifting shadows? God's comfort is lasting. It does not change. It's always available for us. Always. And not dependent upon situations, circumstances, or feelings. But God is a loving God. The God of patience and of comfort, Paul says in Romans chapter 15 and verse 5. So important that we realize that. He's the source, the father, the beginning of comfort. If you may be here this morning and you're troubled, you're struggling, there's some things in you that are in turmoil. You need to turn to Jesus. First and foremost, and God will pour out that comfort upon your life. His Holy Spirit will begin to do the work in your life. The second thing we need to understand is that God's comfort not only is, comes from God the Father as the source, but His timing is always impeccable. God's comfort, his, 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 the time that He transfers that comfort to us is always perfect because He's a perfect God. It's always on time and we need to appreciate that if this morning you're here and I were to say to you hey I got some money that I want to put into your bank account and you say yeah because I really need it right now I'm really really in the hole and so I'm going to transfer this money into your bank account you would shout jump up and say hallelujah you probably would even speak in tongues because you, I transferred that money into your account. Wouldn't you do that? Well, how much more that when we are in spiritual trouble or we are in trouble in any way, shape, or form, God transfers that, that comfort to us uh, in times of trouble. That's what verse 4 says. Who comforts us in all of our troubles. He doesn't desert us when we're in trouble. Have you ever been deserted when you were in trouble, well, that, that's not my job. But help me, it's too heavy. No, that's not me. God doesn't desert us during the times that we're hurting or we're in trouble. I shared this morning uh, at the first service, my wife was was telling me about a sister who shared with her about a situation that happened. She was coming out of her home, and Uh, At her apartment as she walked out she tripped and fell and so she fell hurt herself she was on all fours and there were some folks there and uh, right away in your mind you go boy it's a good thing there were people there she fell she needed help to get up well that's not how the story went she fell she needed help she was on all fours couldn't really get up the people standing around her What do you think they did and said? They said, sorry, we would help you, but, you know, COVID-19? And they left her on the ground. Believe that? See, I'm going to get into my, my, later on, but let me tell you about this spirit that's out there. It's a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of bondage that has people wrapped up to the point where they can't even help somebody. What a shame. What a shame. God doesn't do that to us. God will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will always be there in our time of need. That's what Hebrews 13 and verse 5 says. And so here the writer of Hebrews says, So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I'm not going to be afraid. What can man do to me? I want to tell you, when man fails, when all else falls apart, God will be there. God will be there to help me up. He will be there to give me strength when I'm in trouble, when everybody else walks away. I want to tell you, you can count on God because he's always on time. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what valley you're going through, the scriptures, Psalms 23, 4, Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because God will be there. To help you, to see you through, to build you up, to give you strength when you feel weak. He says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. The God of consolation, the God of grace. And in verse 5 of our text, you see, I'm using this to share with us as as men, as the leader of our homes and, and fathers and dads, if that's the case, that as we look to God, the Father, for our source of comfort, of security and strength, then we need to provide that for our family also. That in times of trouble, in times of uncertainty, in times where we don't know how it's going to work out, we stand firm upon the word of God and say, God knows what we need. God knows what we're going through. I may not have all the answer, but God does. And what that does is it it should bring a sense of security and soundness in that home that no matter what happens, what takes place, you're that representation of God, the Father, in that home. With all of our flaws and our shortcoming, that we're there bringing stability and security the same way we look to God for Thank God for His Son, Jesus Christ. Listen to verse 5. For as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. There's going to be suffering, different types of suffering, as we move forward in the things of God, as we stand in the gap for the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no denying that. In ways that may be unimaginable, in ways that maybe we don't understand, but yet here Paul says, during those times of struggle and suffering for Christ, God will be there to overflow comfort into our lives. If we allow him to do that, if we run to him in those times and say, God, I can't take anymore. Because that true comfort can only be found through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you're this morning searching for some kind of peace and some kind of resolution, comfort in your life. Stop looking in the same places uh, and turn to God. Turn to the Word of God. And I guarantee you, we serve an awesome and a good God. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ. What are you anxious about this morning? What are you troubled about here today? What is causing you discomfort? What is causing you turmoil? What name do you put on it? God already knows it. God already has a resolution for it. God already has uh, what you need. All you need to do is not to worry, not to be anxious, uh, but ask God. I need it right now. I need your comfort. Pray and petition the Lord. As I wind this down this morning, we understand God, the source, God the Father of all comforts. Every, anything that you go through in life, God can comfort you through it. And we understand that God, the Father, through his son Jesus Christ, brings to us the solution And the resolution for whatever it is you're facing right now. Why? We find out in verse 4. The purpose of God's comfort. Why does he want to comfort us? Why does he provide all that comfort for us? That we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of trouble. Let me say that again. That we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. God comforts us not to hold on to it, not so we can get comfortable, but that we can comfort other people, so we can help other people. That's what this is all about, to comfort others. The comfort that God gives to us in those situations are to be used Not kept, not hidden. Oh, I feel better. You know, hide myself. I feel good. Thank you for comforting me. That's not what it's for. It's so that you now can go on and say, you know what? I was dealing with this, and God brought comfort into my life. I see you're struggling. Let me give you a word of encouragement. Let me help you out. That's the way it's supposed to be, to share your comfort with other people. Someone said, God doesn't comfort us to make us comfortable, but to make us comforters. You're called to be a comforter. You know, in England, really cold in the winters, really cold. And they have, you know, they have comforters. You know what a comforter is. You put it on your bed. But let me tell you something. You don't know what a real comforter is until you get one from England. Because, I mean, you don't need anything but that comforter, and you're roasting. That's how good they are. And it covers you, and it takes care of everything, and you are warm. God called us to be comforters. When people are searching and looking for other avenues of help, we need to be there. To help them and show them and let them know, this is what God did for me. Not to hold it in, but to be comforters. We have a good example in chapter 7 of 2 Corinthians, verse 4. It's the account of the Apostle Paul as uh, he's making his way into Macedonia. Listen to what he says. I have great confidence in you. I take great pride in you. I am greatly encouraged. In all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds. For when we came into Macedonia, this body of ours had no rest, or we were tired. But we were harassed at every turn, conflicts on the outside and fears within Now listen, but God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort you had given him. Wow, look at, you see how it passed on? The Macedonians comforted Titus, and because Titus was comforted, he went to Paul, and he comforted him. It's going to be okay, buddy. Don't worry about it. I know what you're going through, and he comforted him. You were meant to comfort people. God created us to be relational. Relational. God the Father is relational with us. Don't you thank God for that relationship? Don't you thank God that you can relate and he relates, communicates back in different ways? We were created to be relational. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit work together at times in our lives to speak to us, to convict us, to to guide us, to lead us in different ways. They're relational. And so should we be with each other. That's the way God created humanity from the very beginning. In the garden, he created Adam. And God looked and said, not good for man to be with. You don't want to be by yourself. I want you to be relational. And he created Eve to be a helpmate, to be with him. Why? Because he didn't want man to be by himself. And so from the very creation, God intended for you and I to relate with one another. God never wants us to be separated from each other. So what's the problem? COVID-19. That was the problem with that sister that fell out. Bah, pff, can't touch you. Thought they, thought they were MC Hammer. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from you. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. COVID-19 has separated so many of God's people from each other. Yeah. Kept them away from the body of Christ. It's a strategy. I understand the sickness. I, I don't, I, it's, it's deadly. I get it. It's, 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 it's a virus. I, yes, it is. But ya yeah, basta. It's already been like four months almost now. And there's still some folks, and God bless the, you know, when we had to do YouTube, we had to do Zoom and, and all the rest of it, that was great, while it had to be that way, but that's already, that's done now. Not only did God say, so the governor said so. That's huge when the governor says something, wow, that's a big deal. But yet they're still, and I get it, if you can't come, you're you're ill, you're out of town, Zoom is there, YouTube is there, go for it, praise God. But if you're just there now because you got lazy in your pajamas and your chanclas, hey, sacate, get out, time to come to church. Be relational. God intends you to talk to people, to help people. the way Paul was encouraged by Titus. That's our job. Use wisdom. Wear your mask if you want. Bring a hazmat suit. I don't care. Just come to church. Say hi to people. Smile to people. Do what you need to do. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear to be in bondage again, but a power, love, and a sound mind. The band is going to make the way forward this morning. This morning, it was the true comfort that the Apostle Paul received in his life that caused him to be able to encourage the church at Corinth, that caused him to be able to let the people know who may have been struggling in their faith struggling in their confidence with God who were in trouble at some point in their life. And he said, turn to God because he's a God of all comfort, all mercies and consolation. In other words, whatever it is that you wrestle with, maybe here today, There may be some who are struggling. You're in trouble. I don't know what that is. God knows what that is. And you're turning to this and you've turned to that and you're running out of ideas already. It's time to make a change. Stop doing the same thing over and over. It doesn't work. And let Jesus now begin to have his way in your life.